Welcome to the Street Profits Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Wilhelm, and if you're listening to this podcast, thank you. This podcast is a Christian podcast, but not in the traditional sense. This is a podcast designed specifically for those of us who are hurting, the ones who are struggling not just in life, but also with their faith. I have met so many people in life who are going through this, those who are believers or those who believe in something beyond ourselves but aren't sure what to believe in. Well, if you're one of these people, well, this is the podcast for you. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode three of the Street Profits podcast. Um, excited to be here with you today. Um, for those of you who listened to episode two and uh, heard about my coronavirus uh, situation, I'd like everyone to know I'm feeling much better and uh, excited to be with you today and uh, get this party rolling. Today's episode is on uh, what I like to call the grace train. And uh, we've talked in uh, previous episodes about, you know, all of us being born into sin and being sinners and talked about being saved by um, saved by the grace of God and all these things. But there, there's an actual process to, to not just our um, sinful nature being saved by the power of Christ, but also um, how we become closer to Christ and the literally makes it changes our hearts and minds. And it, it's something I like to call the grace cycle. And uh, it goes through three major things, redemption, salvation and sanctification. So I'm going to quickly go over those things and talk about uh, some scripture that talks about uh, these three entities, and then we'll get a little bit more into my personal experience with this. So we'll start off with redemption. And redemption basically means that we're all sinners and that are redeemed by our belief in Jesus Christ, right? And it it breaks down in Romans um, chapter 5, verses 12 through 21, it breaks down Paul goes into a long thing here about um, Adam sinning and uh, basically brings sin into the world and sin equals death. And it goes on to talk about how um, Christ is our representation for that. So I'm going to go ahead and read this here, so bear with me. When Adam sinned, sin entered the world. Adam's sin brought death, so death spread to everyone and everyone sinned. Yes, people sinned even before the law was given, but it was not counted as sin because there was not any law to break. Still, everyone died from the time of Adam to the time of Moses, even those who did not disobey uh, an explicit commandment of God as Adam did. Now, Adam is a symbol, a a representation of Christ who was yet to come, but there is a great difference between Adam's sin and God's gracious gift. For the sin of this man, Adam, brought death to many, but even greater is God's wonderful grace of his gift of forgiveness to many through this other man, Jesus Christ. And the result of God's gracious gift is very different from the result of, the, of that one man's sin, for Adam's sin led to condemnation, but God's free gift leads to us being made light, right with God. Even though we are guilty of many sins, for the sin of this man, Adam caused death to rule over many, but even greater is God's wonderful gift and his gift of righteousness for all who receive it will live in triumph over sin and death through this one man, Jesus Christ. <clears throat> so pretty pretty cut and dry what we've been talking about um, this whole time through previous episodes. You know, we're all sinners, and we're all redeemed by our belief in Jesus Christ. Right? So after redemption comes salvation. And salvation means that we're all saved by grace through faith in Jesus' death, burial, burial, and resurrection. Salvation is a gift from God not a result of our good works, right? And I have a couple different um, highlighted scriptures here. We're going to go with 
go with Titus 3.5. We don't talk about Titus, the book of Titus very much. Titus 3.5 states that he saved us not because of the righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. He washed away our sins, giving us a new birth, uh, a new birth and new life through the Holy Spirit. Right, so that just reiterates what we were saying about saved by God's grace um, and not through our own works. It's not that God doesn't want us to do things, and it's not that we shouldn't do things in God's uh, image to uh, try to better the world around us, to help people and help things and <clears throat> make the world a better place, but it's just the fact that, that it doesn't matter what good you do. The, we all fall short of the glory of God, and we need um, Jesus as our Savior or it's, it's all for naught. We're never going to make it to heaven without Jesus. Okay, so next we're going to sanctification. And uh, sanctification, this is where the real, where the metal meets the meat, to me, when it comes to the grace train, right? Sanctification is the ongoing process of yielding to God's word and the Holy Spirit in order to complete development of Christ's character in us. Um, and... To me, basically, what that means is living the Word. So what this is saying is the more that you open your heart to the Holy Spirit and the more that you um, let the Holy Spirit in through prayer and worship and thanksgiving and the more you study God's Word in the Bible, the more it will start to transform your life into a life that would be much more similar to being lived by Christ. And that is the only possible through God's grace, which is sanctification that we all need and search for in our lives. And what I have here for Scripture for that is Hebrews 2.11. And in Hebrews 2.11 it states, So now Jesus and the ones he makes holy have the same Father. That is why Jesus is not ashamed to call them his brothers and sisters. And then I'm also going to go ahead and read Romans 8.29, which says, For God knew his people in advance, and he chose them to become like his Son, so that his son would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. All right, now we're getting into, you know, we talked about this, um, you know, quote-unquote grace cycle that I uh, was talking about earlier, and now we're going to get into um, me and my personal experiences with some of this, right? So um, for the longest time, um, I was a believer, right? I believed that Jesus died for my sins, and I believed that um, through him, I was going to make it to heaven and everything was going to be okay. Like I believe that wholeheartedly the, for years now, years and years. But what I didn't get, and this is probably the hardest part for most Christians, I think, is that um, you're, these are not just words on a page. They're not just someone telling stories. This is real. There is a real God who's almighty and all-powerful. He's the king of the universe. And what he did was he gave his son his perfect son, a perfect blessing, and sacrificed him and let him suffer and die on the cross so that we could be cleansed. When that really hits you, when the grace of that hits you, that an almighty, all-powerful God who doesn't have to give you anything gave you everything so you could live, it it's mind-blowingly changes your life, changes your heart. So for years before... I really saw the realness in that and just saw words on a paper. I would live my life, and I would, I would try to be a good person, but I would still sin. It, it just happened. It was in, in my nature. I would do things that um, I thought I'd, I tried to control, but I couldn't control on my own. Um, and, those, and those sins 
what I didn't realize because I, I did believe and I, I, I saw the word on paper, but I didn't realize the gravity of the situation is pretty much I, I was spitting in God's face with my actions. And once that hit me, once it hit my soul, what God had done for us and giving his, you know, his own son to die on the cross and suffer for us, I hit my knees. I hit my knees. I, I, I started crying. I apologized from the deepest, deepest part of my heart. I was so sorry to God that I did not recognize this earlier and that I didn't love him the way I should and appreciate what he has done for us and, and, and giving the ultimate sacrifice. I mean, if you're a father yourself, you think about your son and sacrificing your son for someone else, it seems an, impossible. But at the same time, God did that for us. He did it for all of us. It doesn't matter what you did. It doesn't matter what you've done. He did that for us because he loves us. That is an amazing, amazing feeling. And once I got to that point and I realized that I was, I was sinning against an almighty and all-powerful God, and then I realized that I was incapable of, of stopping myself from doing these things that I'd sinned over the years because I continued to do them, right? Like I tried. I, tried, I knew they were wrong. I tried to stop. I couldn't stop. But once I asked God to help me, and I asked him to fill me with the Holy Spirit and, and guide me in a way with a true apology that was from the heart, like my soul was poured out. The it, It's undescribable how to feel, but it, it, it was magically easier. Things that I could never control before. I had a, a terrible nicotine habit that I could not, um, no matter how many times I tried to stop, I couldn't, I couldn't stop. The... It, it was like it magically I didn't want to do it anymore. It magically I didn't need it. It, it was, and then that that in and of itself made me feel like I was honoring God by doing that. And the and that's just one one example. You know, I talked about struggling with sexual sin and stuff like that. Um, I always thought that that was something that I was going to struggle with now. And after enough prayer and, and getting in the Word and really getting on my hands and knees, facing the ground, tears flowing asking God for help because I cannot do it on my own. It all, it, it got better. It got better. It got easier. There's no other way to describe it. Those, those urges are gone. The, 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 the looking with a, with a sexual eye towards others is gone. It's gone. It's gone because the, when I realized the worth of what I was, of what I was doing, I realized the, the worth of that, that this is a real God an almighty God control of everything that loves us and wants the best for us and that all we have to do is honor him to do right, it became easy, but it wasn't me. It was the Holy Spirit. It's what filled me. It's what the sanctification is all about. You know, and it happens from, from, from reading the Bible and learning and being in fellowship with other Christians and, and praising and worshiping. And, and when you sing, let, sing to God. Sing to it like you're honoring him. Don't be embarrassed about what the person next to you is going to think. Don't don't be ashamed. You're loving God. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing. So why, how, how could you be embarrassed of that? Right. And you only get this way through, through time in the word and through prayer and in Thanksgiving. I cannot tell you how much time I've prayed and I've thanked God and I've, I've loved him. And listen, I, all my prayers aren't answered. I'll be honest with you. I've, I go through things um, just like everyone else, um, I'm dealing with a heartache right now that uh, 
hurts to my very core, but I know God is in control, and I know that God will do what's right for me, and I continue to praise and worship him and love him, and I ask him for what I want. I ask him for my heart's desire and for who I love, and I ask for the things that I need for that to become a thing, for forgiveness and acceptance and uh, understanding and all these things, and I pray and I pray and I pray, and I continue to throw it up to God because I can't do it. It's not me. I'm not capable. Only he is. And you continue to praise him and love him and understand that in his time, everything will work out the way it's supposed to be. You will get a peace and understanding. And I, I still struggle with this. I struggle with the patience of it. I'm a, I'm a doer. I want to do things. If there's a problem, I want to fix it. If there's a, a battle to be had, I want to fight it. I'm that person. But I have. I cannot do it. I cannot do it on my own. I'm not capable. I'm not capable. I don't want to be capable. When it comes down to it, like, I mean, I, I do want to be capable, but I... Uh, if there's an almighty God that can help me and lead me in the right direction, why would I want to do it myself? Let it be perfect. Let it be known. Let it be glorified all through the through the glory of God. And that's really the bottom line. I mean, that's what that's what we're talking about here. So when we go from sinner that struggles and has pain and suffers and goes through this stuff, and he, he may believe, but he doesn't see. He doesn't see the word um, as... Reality, he just sees them as words on a piece of paper. When we go from that and we're transformed through these cycles, um, it life-changing isn't, isn't even a proper word for it. All things are then taken care of by God. Your, your, your love, everything. It, uh, it's peace beyond measure. Peace beyond measure. And it's all through the glory of God and the Holy Spirit. And when you go from that spot of of not knowing God to knowing God, filling yourself up with the Holy Spirit, knowing that you're not just an empty vessel that the Holy Spirit needs to fill up, that you're a broken vessel that the Holy Spirit needs to heal and then fill up with God's grace to help you live your life the way it's supposed to be lived. That's a life-changing moment, folks. And I, I pray for each and every one of you listening that you that you take the time and you pray and you ask God for forgiveness and you realize that you are talking to the almighty, almighty, all-holy Savior and that, and that you treat him with as much respect and reverence as that means. And I, it will change your life. It has changed my life. And like I said, even though I'm going through struggles, I am proud to be where I'm at in the Lord, and I will continue to be, and I will trust him all the days of my life. There's no doubt in my mind about that. Um, so, I mean, what I'd like to do now, folks, is uh, remember the we have the streetprofitpodcast.com, or correction, the streetprofitpodcast at gmail.com. If you have any prayer requests or would like to reach out for any uh, topics we could go over, please feel free to reach out, streetprofitpodcast.com. Or correction, <laughs> the street profit podcast at gmail.com. Um, and then uh, what I'd like to do here is I'd like to, to pray for everyone and uh, we'll go ahead and wrap this bad boy up. So, dear Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for the time that we have here today. Um, there is never, never a wrong time to be with you, Lord, and we love you and we appreciate you and we thank you for everything you do from the bottom of our hearts to recognize that there's an almighty and all-powerful God that loves us and wants to take care of us and wants to fix us and 
make us into the people you designed us to be originally. Lord, that is so amazing. We thank you. I'd like to pray for everyone on uh, this listening to this podcast or everyone that listens to this podcast in the future. And I hope that you pray for them and you forgive them for their sins and you open their hearts to you and you give them the the time and love and the space and the life that we all, you know, that, that we all deserve and dream of the because of your holy grace. I I cannot emphasize that enough, Lord. I pray I pray that you do touch the hearts of the people that listen to this and the people that need forgiveness, Lord, help them forgive. The people that need acceptance, help them accept. Lord, accept everything in your life, Lord. Accept all everyone that prays to you and reaches out for what they want in this world, Lord. If it matches your plan, Lord, and let your will be done, let's do that, Lord. Let's do that. Let's make the, the heavens open up and let us spread your word from doorstep to doorstep across this world, Lord. I love you. I appreciate you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, folks, that's it for the show today. I'm still a little short. You know, I'm I'm here uh, with no guests, so it makes it extremely hard. I hope you all enjoyed the show. Uh, I'm hoping by next week we'll be able to have a um, a co-host on. I'm looking forward to it. It's looking like it's going to be uh, Pastor uh, Matthew Meadows from uh, New Berlin Road Church on the north side of Jacksonville. is a very godly man, very... Uh, very good man, a personal friend of mine, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna pray about what uh, we need to talk about for the Lord, and we're gonna get there, and uh, we're gonna give you all a good show. So I appreciate everybody listening, and you guys have a great week.